Yeah! Talking about expressvpn.com slash nooners. Love ExpressVPN. You've got to have a VPN in today's world or you're not living your life right, brother. People are going to start stealing your passwords, all your bank info, everything. And I know most of you are probably thinking, uh, why don't you just use incognito mode? Let me tell you something. Incognito mode doesn't hide your activity. Doesn't matter what mode you use or how many times you clear your browsing history, your internet service provider can see every single website you've ever visited. That's why when I'm at home, I never go online without using Express VPN. Huge fan. I've had it for years. ExpressVPN is an app that reroutes your internet connection through their secure servers so your ISP can't see the sites you visit. ExpressVPN also keeps all of your information secure by encrypting 100% of your data with the most powerful encryption available. Most of the time, I don't even realize I have ExpressVPN on. It runs seamlessly in the background uh, of all my computers and my laptops and my phones, and it's super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button, and you're protected. ExpressVPN is available on all your devices, like I was saying, phones, computers, uh, even your smart TV. So there's no excuse for you not to be using it right now. Protect your online activity today with the VPN rated number one by CNET and Mashable. Visit my exclusive link, expressvpn.com slash nooners, and you can get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S, vpn.com slash nooners. Expressvpn.com slash nooners. Head there to learn more. Yeah, talking about liquidiv.com, promo code Nooners at checkout. You see us drinking it on the show every single day. Where would we be, Japes, without Liquid IV in our lives? Dehydrated, we'd have headaches, we'd be tired, exhausted. Yep. Not be able to get through the day, get through work, we'd be sick all the time. I'd be hungover. (laughs) Every single day. Love the liquid IV. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients with three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drinks out there, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick. It's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. It's just a little tiny stick full of powder. Pop it in 16 ounces of water. You're good to go. What's your reckon, Jabes? Double or triple hydrated? Du- I would say double. Oh, I'd say triple. What? Nay. I'll say triple today. Huge fan of Liquid IV. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration. With Liquid IV, get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use the code Nooners at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop better hydration today using promo code Nooners at liquidiv.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ross. Patterson Revolution! Brought to you by GhostBed.com! Yeah, it's time to go get some Cardo Max, kid. Go to Cardo 
Max.com. Owned and operated by former Navy SEAL and former president of Strike Force Energy, Sean Matson. Cardomax is the energy intensifier you wish you had as a baby. Go to Cardomax.com and the promo code Nooners. As a buy one, get one free, only till the end of the month. Cardomax.com, helping you achieve your max. Go do it, kids. Go do it. I was off the cuff today, Jabes. Really? Can't pull it up. Can't pull it up on this air table. Huh. Um, technology is... Uh, Doesn't work for you and you only. I hate it. I hate it so much. Um, we're, we're trying to give these 15-second buffers in so everybody can get in, into the chat room and join us on the old YouTube. So shout out to uh, Cardo Max and uh, Sean Matson for letting us do that. Um, we need a little buffer. You, yeah. need, you need a little buffer to get started here. Let because, people besides Ruben yeah, get in the get room, in the right? room, Ruben. Get in the room. Um, yeah, technology for me, man, is, is uh, I'm not meant for it. Yeah. not meant for this life. It's really hard. At all. Um, what we what were we watching? Was it the Bourdain doc where I was just like, man, wrong time for me. This is wrong time for me. Didn't that, you were born, that you were born at the wrong time? Yeah, I didn't need it. Didn't need any of this, James. Right. Don't need one single second of this, uh, all of it, whatsoever. It wasn't Woodstock that you thought you were born at the wrong? No, no. Not, uh, not that Woodstock. Whoa. Woodstock 99. We'll get to that, James. <laughs> we're going to get to that doc because uh, we watched it, and uh, boy, boy, my God, dude, everybody's got an agenda. This will bleed into the Bourdain thing too, because people have been raining down fury on that as well. Uh, documentaries aren't real anymore. We should have known better. Blah. We'll talk about it. Uh, but first, uh, breaking news here: Simone Biles uh, is out of the team competition because it's hard. Uh, the team team competition. She's gone because it's she's hard gone. to do. Is that what she said? I don't know. Um, yes, she said it's mental health. She did? Yes. No way. Yes. So wow. it's, actually, it's actually not injury related. Okay. So that's what her coach she, said. Mm-hmm. Okay. But she did a press conference after that basically said it's not an injury. Um, it is mental health issues. She was inspired by your girl. No way. Yeah. Shut up. Mm-hmm. Oh, socks. She was inspired by Osox oh, and decided to take a step back for her mental health. So she out of the Olympics? Out of the team uh, uh, team competition. I think she's probably still going to be mentally well enough to do individual. Yeah, 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 yeah. I keep... How crazy, right? To, to work all that time and mm-hmm. finally get to the couple weeks it may be yeah. that you've worked for. I know. I know. And, and not be able to do it then. Yeah, I, uh, I want to be praised right now. Is there a camera on you? Good. Put it on you. <clears throat> Which one of us? Put it on you. Uh, Delco Dan in particular. I want to shame him today. I'm never wrong. Like, it's fucking rare, dude. You have to admit that. In sports, it is very rare that I'm, I'm wrong. She sounds injured. <laughs> I walked in this morning right before we got on and, you know, we named the episode and come up with all of the things. And I told him, I go, dude, I watched the footage from, from uh, that vault where she quit afterwards. Mm-hmm. And I go, it is, it is mental. It is all mental. And he goes, no, she's injured. It's an injury or whatever. And I go, no. here's the thing. Her coach, when they split off and the coach said, told a reporter it was mental, 
she said it was an injury and now we have confirmation. So she was at the press conference and said it, it, it is mental. All right. So it's a mental injury, Ross. It, yes. I, it, yeah, yeah. It yes. is. And, and here's what tipped me off. It's an illness. I wish we could show this, but NBC will flag this and the Olympics will ban us and China will make us recognize Taiwan as their country and everything else. Um, when I watched this footage this morning in all sincerity, she, when she was running up to get on the, the vault, she kept glancing up. Now, there's no crowd there. Mm-hmm. So when you start looking up for things, it's like, what are you thinking about? Because you're clearly not locked into the target of what you're doing, and there's nobody, nobody up there. And they panned up there, and it was just like, all right, cool. And she just seemed real agitated, just like, I mean, really agitated before even starting. Mm-hmm. And it was clearly something mental when she took off running down the thing, full speed, full everything else. And then the commentator said something very interesting that confirmed it for me, at least, in that moment of, oh, my gosh, it looks like she just lost her concentration in midair, and we don't see that from Simone Biles. And I was like, that's the same thing we saw Sunday night when we were watching it, where it was just like, man, these are simple mistakes that she never makes. It looks like a concentration issue. There's nothing physically wrong with her. Um, I'm glad to have that confirmation. Dan, I don't know that you should ever go against me ever again. Um, he still will. No, yeah, yeah, he will. She's, she's still hurt. What are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, no. I mean, she is. Th- so the thing is, mentally, yeah, mentally, she's mentally hurt. Her brain is, is hurting. But uh, which I get, because you know, who wants to be at these Olympics anyway? These Olympics are a fucking sham. Yeah. Let's no, and you're you're it, right. It's, it does. It's, it's weird. Suck. And I get. I get. I get it too. I get how horrible it must be. So to yeah, but to, an Olympic athlete yeah uh back in the day not so much anymore but back in the day Mm -hmm. that's what made you the best is being able to overcome the mental because it's all mental to be the best i mean yes it is physical but it's it's mental as well and it's always mental whether there's people there or not whether whatever like yeah it's it's a mental strength as well as a physical strength and that's what makes you an olympian that's why you are the best representing an entire country and when she was saying i have the weight of the world like well i I do yeah i mean yeah that's what it is i do want to commend her on one thing um backing out when she did allowed her teammate to come in at full strength and at least allow the team to complete a full competition so she didn't fuck it up for the rest of the team because they did they got a silver out of it uh, the ROC, Russia, uh, or whatever the fuck they're calling it, uh, ended up winning the gold. But at least it, it allowed her teammates a, a shot to medal, and then she didn't beef it for the rest of everybody else. Um, however, you know, that was the anchor of their whole team, and you just not being able to mentally do it then is, uh, is very, very strange for arguably one of the greatest athletes of all time. So... I'm not sure what it is. There's, there's been a lot of things where she said, the, the, like the weight of the world stuff. One of them was that she was the last remaining member from that Larry Nasser, uh, that whole you know, group, group of, yep. of, of women that was uh, molested and, and everything mm-hmm. else, and that she wanted to do this Olympics to prove that, hey, oh, okay. I'm, I'm still here, I'm still standing, and everything else, mm-hmm. um, which is commendable, but you got to focus in for four days. It's only four days and four days only at that point because you're on Sunday. The final event is Thursday night, um, which will probably be, what, three in the morning here tomorrow mm-hmm. or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Four days. That's all you had to do is focus for four days. I mean, but we could also argue, yeah, that she is doing it for the good of the team and being like, look, I don't want to fuck you guys up. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so I don't know what's going on, but it's Strange. Hard out there. It's, it's hard to see somebody of that caliber on the big stage pull out because, uh, I mean, I, I put her in the same class as like a Michael Phelps or a jordan or somebody like that where it's like that's the best probably gymnast of all time jordan never pulled out mentally uh out of something tom brady never pulled out of something mentally um jordan took two years off yeah well he to put he played baseball he quit is that really a sport it is but yes um but he 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 physically left the team which she had the option to do she didn't have to go to the olympics um because that costs some other girl a spot so mentally, if you're not in it, give up the spot to somebody else who could actually go because that's the hardest thing to compete for and actually make the team on. I, gymna- women's gymnastics is the U.S. Women's gymnastics is the best of the best in the entire world. That spot for somebody else could have given them an opportunity of a lifetime as well. If you had problems mentally going into this, there is alternates. They're all there. So you could have said, hey, let's, let's go. Because um, instead, when you do it in the first event like that, yes, it does give your chance a team to win, but when they're all counting on you and you're the best there is, mm-hmm. your scores are going to be the highest and anchor that team as a whole. Real curious to see now what happens on Thursday. I mean, that's going to be high drama if she comes out and, and competes. And kills it. Yeah. Then what? What if she does kill it? What if she wins the gold in all four categories? Then she solved it. She cured herself. It's Wild. cured. It's done. Wild, right? But um, maybe they could have put in uh, this Korean basketball robot. We can't do videos, right? No. Okay. No. The, the Korean basketball robot is, uh, is amazing. Okay. It's amazing. creepy. Scary <laughs> and amazing, right? Just like anything to do with robots, with right? Robots. Like with creepy, robots. scary, yeah. amazing, yeah. entertaining, terrifying. You know what I mean? All those things. Because you go, wow, what's the Korean team going to be? I don't what? know. You're describing a Sapien. Yeah. I'm d- describing what? <laughs> yeah. A Sabian. Sa- oh, a Sabian, oh, okay. Yeah. 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 Um, it's one of those things. Georgia, how high did you get this morning? Very. Yeah, I can tell. I mean, robotic, scary, yep. happy. I mean, she's saying it, not me. No, I get yeah. it. I get it. Yeah. Uh, I'm saying it, not him. <laughs> now, you're not going to put your high bullshit on me, Giorgio. You're saying it, not me. <laughs> Simone Biles is saying it. Neither one of us are saying it, and it's mental, guys. Yeah. It is mental. Now, look, but it yeah. Is. Um, but this, this Olympics, by the way, to your point, has been strange. There's no crowds. Uh, she feeds off of crowds anyways. Uh, you've got the fucking robot there. All the people in Japan are locked inside their houses. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the living conditions that they're in, have you seen their beds? No. They're like cardboard. Um, now, that you can pull a picture up of if you, yeah, if you can. Yeah, that's been debunked. Bob is not been debunked. here, by the way. Yeah, that's, that's been debunked. Bob, uh, Bob and his wife had to go to the hospital. So the baby. Dan's saying it's been debunked. The baby, so the baby we... could be out. Uh, sh- show it because I'll, I'll, there was a, another teammate here. Uh, yeah, pop the bed up and that bed sitch. Right. It, this was New York, po- New, York, New York Post trash. Let's see it. Oh, no, that's correct. 
Yeah, but like this isn't the majority of the athletes' beds. Well, look, it's supposed I, to be an anti-sex bed. That's not a real thing. I'll 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 say who's uh m- most of the beds are like that. Go go to the other one where there, there's two in one. Um, there's two beds in the same uh, room. No, the other one right to the left of it. It's a tiny little picture to the left. Oh, Georgia is too high for this. Way too high to that. Yep, to the left of that big one there. Oh boy, we are all the way left. What are you talking about? Uh, no, no, no. The left of the bed picture you just showed me. Yeah. So go to the left there with the white. There it is. That one. Pop that open. That, that's the one I'm talking about. That would be to the right, Ross. Uh, well, it's my, it's my left on this camera. Oh, okay. Okay, camera, so what's wrong with this? Camera left on mine. Um, so this is where some of the athletes are staying. Um, okay. Most importantly, <laughs> the greatest tennis player maybe ever, Joker. Uh, the Joker's in there, and one of his teammates commended him by saying, hey, he could have picked something else, but he's definitely staying in one of these little beds. And it's the reading light, Ross. Yeah, it's so nice, and this, it's so like postmodern. This like IKEA style. I'm sorry, but he was getting praised today. Are we saying this is a bad room? Well, to in? for, for it, it, look for the greatest tennis players of all time, like that's a it's a Norwegian fair, prison. Yeah, it's a very honest. small. I mean, there's not even a TV in that goddamn thing. So, um, guys. I mean, you're spending the majority of your day there, like 16 hours there. So it's weird. Okay. It's weird. It's not, it's not, it's not like, you know, third uh-huh. world. I mean, it's, it's not, it's not bad. It's, it's still a little. I don't really know how I feel about it. Cause on one side it is a Norwegian's prison, but on the other side it's better than Jax's room. So. Yeah. And it's like mid-century modern, it's, it's you not know, it's very room. light, bright no, and kidding. airy. Yeah, I was going to say, know? it's not even better than our son's room. Like, come on, dude. What the fuck? What are we doing? Greatest I tennis player know. of all time. He's, so he's in there, and he's just like, look, man. His teammate was just like, dude, I'll give it to him, man. He's just fucking in here like a fucking little kid on this goddamn bed. So you're saying that some people should get the four seasons? Yes. Oh. If you're the, if, if you're the best and you're representing your country, um, I, me personally, I would spend all the money putting my best athletes in better living conditions. I heard they did it for Phelps. Um, just simply because it was like, look, man, that medal count is massive. There is certain sports that are more important than others. I hate to say it. And that will carry, uh, better globally if you win. And that is definitely one of them. Okay. So, um, yeah, uh, with, with all of it though, it's a weird stitch going on in Japan. So uh, it's not your normal Olympics. The times are all off. Uh, the ratings have been wild across the board. The opening ceremonies was the lowest in 33 years. However, Sunday night's swim events were up to like 22 million people watching. The results are already in at like three or four in the morning. So like I knew I, we'd, I was uh, chatting with Alex Monica last night. I was betting on some weird like women's soccer shit and everything else. Those matches started at 3 a.m. So like when I woke up this morning, it was over. And I was just like, oh, congratulations. You won. Um, so it's an odd feel to it. Uh, I'm not I'm sorry, is it sure not how the rest of it's going to go. Like that? Because no, because it depends on what time zone you're in. So right. So yeah. If you're in London, you got a better shot in America to see it on time. And then the athletes are bitching, um, in particular in the swimming events, um, because in order to get those on uh, the the proper time zone for NBC, whatever they're fucking airing on, mm-hmm. um, they've got to go back to back. And some of the the uh, uh, the relay guys have had to switch out with teammates. Um, mm. I know that Dressel kid, who's the, the, probably going to be the superstar of this Olympics, if he continues, um, he had a guy sub for him in the morning so he could run the finals at night. 
And then after he got his gold medal, he had to get ready for a thing. He walked over and he called the, the dude down and he flipped the medal out to him in the crowd. He said, hey, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Here, here's your gold. Thanks for doing that. So I, it, it allowed him an extra six hours of sleep. Um, and he goes, dude, that's the only thing. That's the only reason I'm, I'm able to Which do Which one's this. the Dressel kid? Tatted. Oh, okay. Beautiful. Like, I'm all in. I'm Sorry, all in. never mind. Yeah, yeah. I think I only know him as... I don't know what's his first name. <laughs> no need. No need for you to know his name, Jesse. No. Dan? No need Caleb. for you to know his name. Caleb, Caleb What Dressel, is it? Yes. Caleb, 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 Caleb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, hammer the like button if you're watching on YouTube right now. He's going to be the, it looks like he might be the superstar of this if Simone is, is out or whatever is going to happen with her happens. Uh, the interesting part about uh, her as well is that Osaka chick who was taking mental health time and all that other stuff mm-hmm. decided to play in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't really know why. She lit the torch and everything else. Mm-hmm. And then uh, she lost this morning. So she's out. She will not medal whatsoever. Okay. Uh, coincidence? Who <laughs> Thank knows? You. Are you going full screen with this guy? Look at that. I- I'll allow it. Go ahead. Go ahead and go full screen with him. He deserves it. Jesus yeah. Christ. What a pimp. <laughs> What, what a fucking pimp! A dude. pimp, really? Good I mean, size. <sighs> do you say good size? Right, like Honestly, yeah, small, yeah, not yeah, too yeah. Big, yeah. Like very mm-hmm. Georgio, mm-hmm. man. Fits, I, fits wh- the wherever body. your mind is at today, brother, is is uh, fits the body, fits the chest. Not always the case, no. right? Can we put up Nick Nick Jonas's nipples? I don't know if those are real. Doesn't matter. <laughs> it's just for comparison. But anyway, <laughs> it's like when you call me out on like the fake. Crime corners. It's like let let me live. Yeah. Let the people be entertained. Nah, we, will. we will. You know, we don't need to debunk any everything. Yeah. Is J Lo and Ben really together? Like what? Yes. You know what I mean? All this stuff. Yes, like they are. A point nini. A point nini. Oh what? Do we have it up? Yeah, there it is. See? I don't think that's real. If it is though, that's fucked up. I don't he care. He should get his surgery. Right? That's why he would you ever would so you long. ever marry somebody like that? That had nipples, nipples like, like that, that? That'd be hard, right? It'd be hard, yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. when they're what? What about when they're hard? Oof. How far out do they go? Man. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I could hang a coat on there. Yeah, like sex life, you know? <laughs> 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 yeah. So um, I heard that was a prosthetic, too. I mean, I, I don't dick? know. Yeah, but it wasn't. It couldn't uh, have been. It didn't Body look like double, it. maybe. Didn't look like it. Yeah. Body double, maybe, but not a prosthetic dick. Maybe your buddy put out that rumor. <laughs> I like it. We're not saying his name. He hit, like, me, he hit me up the other day too. And uh, like maybe 48 hours ago. Did he just act like nothing? Yep. And Good I wasn't, wasn't going to say anything. Good for him. I'm not going to say anything. Good for him. Uh, but yeah, that baguette brother. Oof. Uh, the, the dick looked real. Now, whether or not it was that guy. Exactly right. I don't know. If it's a body double, yeah. fine. fine. But I, that, if that's prosthetic. Yeah. Yep, 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 yep. yep. Wow. Uh, and then you do go into body checks and auditions because um, you got to see the goods and see what's what's going on up there. They have specially makeup artists for this. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, um, and I remember, what was it? I think it was, it was Pool Boy Drowning Out the Fury. It was uh, one girl who had to, like, continuously get topless. And so the casting director looks at me and he goes, hey, Ross, uh, why don't you bring Alana in here for this? Like, so it's not so weird. It was just, like, three dudes been watching. I was like, yes. oh, yeah, 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 for sure. She produced that. Yes. And uh, so we brought Good her in. Call. And 
B Fry forever. You're you're a huge fan of Alana Yubak as well. Mm. She every Love girl her. that came in and took her shirt off, she would go, "Oh yes, 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 yes." Oh, look at you! I wish I had those goddamn things. And it See, made it like a, an enjoyable yeah, yeah, day yeah. for everyone. But yep. it is real. So you do have these body checks, and uh, yeah, if you're. You're looking at a ding dong like that. I had to do that once on a shoot that we were doing forever ago, but they brought in this uh, Amy Reed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, point star. queen way back in the day. But anyways, it was all dude. Same thing. All dude, like, you know, studio. And they were like, can you just, she doesn't really need makeup, but can you just come in and like give her powder just so there's a fucking girl there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but she had, before that shoot, she had just gotten her lips done. Ah. And so she couldn't even say the lines that we had. We had them on cue cards. We had all, like, it was, <laughs> it was a wash, right? But I was like, oh man, like that was the first time I was like, you're like, you've won awards for anal. Yeah. And it was so long ago that I was like, man. Yep. She yeah. was, she was supposed to be on Drinking Bros too. And, uh. Really? Yeah. Uh. She was fine. I mean, she was. Kind of bitchy, but to tell the story. Hey, I'll tell the story. Fuck it. Um, we were supposed to have her in Drinking Bros. Uh, we got a call from her manager. This is no lie. This is piggybacks on what you just said. She okay. goes, "Hey guys, um, I, she's gonna have to push. She had a she had a really late night shoot last night, and it was an anal scene. She's just not feeling well today." Yeah. Uh, what? I, yeah. Like I thought it was a joke, and it yeah. was totally dead serious in a serious manner like that. And I was like. Okay. But like you I, understand I, yeah, that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I get I get that. I I was like, do you not want to do it standing? Do you want to do the interview standing or no? <laughs> um, like we can stand up and do the interview. Do but, you want uh, a, a cork or something I, I, we can I, put in there? But I don't... No lie, homeboy was like, Yeah, she's she's icing down today, so just give her forty eight hours and we'll try to reschedule. Super serious too. And I was like, Oh, uh, well, I, yeah. Uh, okay, sure. Uh, okay, feel yeah. Feel better? Like, what? how do you, do I send a card? Feel better from your anal blasting scene? Sorry you got your asshole ripped open? Like, Yeah. We can't all be, what's her name? Adrian Chek, Cheknik or something? Uh, who's the teen mom? Farrah Abraham? No. It's like, it's literally a girl that will be like. I know who you're talking about. Okay. I feel, I feel like George, I, this girl's right up Giorgio's alley too. Yeah. Oh. A, not as. Not Adrian, as, Adrian's another one that pushed too. Not for that. That was a different one. Uh, she pushed on Drinking Bros as well. But she's one that'll post like on Instagram and stuff like this yes. weekend. I've got two DPs yep. and a fucking lesbian bondage. Yeah. At least I'll be stretched out. And you're like, fuck yeah, dude. Like that's an Olympic athlete. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like you fucking push through and you're excited about it. So not that I care. Now that it's all out the window and I just don't give a shit anymore. You know what hers was, by the way? Um, she was trying to fuck Joe Rogan at like the comedy store. And I was like. First of all, he's married. One, two, like, he, he doesn't give a shit about anybody else. Like, oh, no. He'll go and perform, hang out with his boys, and then go home. He's not that dude. And uh, even the next morning, I checked in because a, a homeboy was trying to push another client. Mm-hmm. And I go, what, what happened with that? He goes, nothing, man. She just waited outside the fucking thing. And, the, and I was like, yes. What do you, what, what do you think was going to happen, dude? Um, what the fuck, bro? So, yeah. Porn stars aren't the best uh, as far as time-wise goes, you know? I think we're supposed um, to have one on in two weeks and drink it, bros. Yeah. Are they the uh, best? No, we're going to have on a podcaster who commentates on sports. Right, right. Oh, that's right. She's a porn star. Bro. Good luck with that, guys. Yeah. Like I said last time, 
Good luck with getting any real fucking stories out of her. It's Lisa Ann. It's right? going to be like, I'm into sports. I didn't look at the schedule. It's Lisa Put Ann. Put respect right? on my name. <laughs> it's going to ruin my memories. Like, exactly. It's, it's, it's going to just ruin it all. Especially like, for you, right? Like, if some girl starts talking about sports, oh, just kidding. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Just so, kidding. Uh, George, you look great in that camera. Yeah. I'm fucking loving that. Okay. Oh, you did? Yeah. You what? At one point, yeah. He, he used to host a sports podcast with me and Khalifa, I said. At one point, yeah. Oh. She would stop in like once a month. She's one that doesn't want to talk about porn either. But that's what you said. She wasn't nice, right? Or that was No, 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 no. Mia's great. Um, okay, okay, okay. But she didn't want to talk about porn. Because she only did it for like three months. Yeah. Well, either way. Uh, look. Lisa, fucking A, man. Lisa Ann might be the reason I love boats. Probably. Probably. That's the old school MILF porn star. So. Oh. Yeah. Huge tits. I thought of a different one besides playing through. Oh, for the uh, the pie. So we're trying to get Delco Dan to putting do a podcast. Putting for dough or something. Remember that? You know that? Yeah, yeah. Driving for show, putting for dough. Putting for dough right Dan? there. Okay, sorry. Delco ahead. Dan won another golf bet over the weekend. That exactly was massive. right. I'm trying to get him to do a golf show. We need to pair him up with a hot golf girl. Is there any fucking hot like Instagram golf girls besides Paige uh, Shmirnoff? Smirnoff. Yeah. Bree. <laughs> Bree? Yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll pull her up. All right. Find somebody I mean, who's good at bunch. golf. And there's we'll a bunch of, like, copycats. Find right? somebody to pull them up and get them in there. Uh, your golf picks have been fucking lights out. I know, but I, I feel bad because in the group, I went really heavy on Bubba Watson this week. Yeah. And I didn't tell anybody about Cam Champ. Well, I saw your Cam Champ bet. More, yeah. more importantly, you so I'm not going to take credit for this week. All right. Yeah. I'll give you, I'll give you the sevens, though. Uh, we watched the old Woodstock documentary uh, last oh, night, uh, and over the weekend, <sighs> I, this new age of documentaries is sure. uh, is starting to, to grind my gears a little bit. I love documentaries, so do you. We watch a ton of them. Uh, obviously, you're you're you lean towards the murder. I lean towards the, the music, um, and sometimes two the phase. two combined, yeah, right? Yeah. And sometimes. We can get a doc that is murder and music, right? Like right. some kind of rock star that murdered somebody. But right. anyway. So we watched the Paul McCartney one first on Hulu leading into that. It was a six-part thing. You hate the Beatles and you actually enjoyed this documentary. Yeah. Um, I, lo- I thought it was phenomenal. Um, and it was uh, uh, the sound mix is the only thing I'll bitch about that. But um, Right. And it was Ruben, so I was very disappointed that he didn't sit in on those sound sessions. But... The other thing is because I'm so like susceptible uh-huh. to like good documentaries, a slow motion, a whatever. A black and white. Yeah, yeah. That's how you can get me in a cult, yeah. right? Yeah. Do a beautiful documentary about your cult. I'm in. Yeah. But that's kind of what happened is like it was shot amazing. The sound was, you know, amazing with the. Yeah. With music, not yeah. with the dialogue. But anyways, it got me. It got it, me. It, it, it does, and it's really fucking good. And uh, you and I had looked it up. McCartney's 79, and it, it made sense that this was the time in his life to finally go over the entire Beatles catalog, what went on, and give an honest account of every other song. I turned to you midway through it, because it's a six-part series, uh, about 30 minutes apiece. And I turned to you midway through, and I go, I think he wanted to do this so that Ringo wasn't the last Beatle and all of these Beatles songs weren't told through the lens of Ringo versus what actually happened. Because McCartney was really, really fucking honest about every song, how it was created, everything else, all of their hits, who was who, what, who did what in the band and why. And other was a very, very honest account of all of it. Um, there's only one question that went unanswered that I wish was asked, and it was, 
Beatles versus Stones. What did you think of the Rolling Stones? That's I, I we don't have that answer, and I just I want to know it. But that's just selfish greed at that point. It was yeah. a phenomenal doc, and then we switched over to Woodstock. And the, by the way, the reason why the doc was so great on the Beatles versus Woodstock was it was a, a guy telling his stories about all the songs and everything else and what went on at the time in a completely honest way that looked like it wasn't edited to fuck anyone over or anything else or a narrative. Mm-hmm. It was just simply, here's the Beatles through McCartney, here's all the songs, and take what you want from it. And it was also two music guys like geeking out on yes. music yep. so you have to be really into like the whole engineering of it what it's like in the studio how they make these little sounds isolating bass and stuff so it, they geek out so like if you're not even into that you're gonna in certain points you're gonna be like uh-huh yeah. like because they're just like talking about the nuance like littlest things i fucking loved it but if you aren't into that kind of part of it but anyways right and then the woodstock doc was from woodstock 99 not 94 (laughs) not 1969 right 99 99 specific 99 specifically and they clearly had a fucking axe to grind and it was toxic male masculinity white men are the problem uh all white people are bad this era was fucking ruined woodstock was all this other shit um where i was Barely alive, you know, during that time, obviously, Jesse, because I'm super young, but uh, uh-huh. 99. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, barely alive during that. Um, but there was an opportunity. I missed it by two weeks because um, I was, I was a, it's a NYU. And so it was right out there. And it was one of those things where if I just stayed like an extra couple weeks and not gone to Los Angeles, I was like, ah, oh, maybe go to Woodstock. That summer in particular was so fucking hot in New York City that I was like, no. Like, this is way, way, way too hot. I can't imagine being out there and doing all the shit. I also am a fucking Woodstock canoeser from the original of 1969. Wrote a whole goddamn movie on it. The original Woodstock was just as miserable as the one that they're showing in 1999. It was hot. They crashed the gates down. Everything was fucking destroyed and ruined. It was trash for days and days and days. They had to rush the fucking... In 69, they had to rush the musicians out of there after their sets and helicopters to get them off the fucking thing. In 99, it was like, we had to get the MTV News crew out of there in a van. It was just like, come on, bro. People were throwing water bottles at Carson Daly. Yeah. We had to rush them out. They were like, Um, the water was $4. And it was like, if you don't, if you go to a, a, a music festival without any money, you're a moron. You're a fucking moron. You deserve all of that. Uh, that's one. Unless you're a girl. So. Fair point. With that, they were saying girls were molested and everything else and blah, blah, blah. I remember during, as that was going on, girls were trading fucking hand jobs and blow jobs for ice and water and all this other shit because they didn't bring any of that stuff. Like Giorgio was saying, and it was just like, oh, somebody will buy this and everything else and blah, blah, blah. Imagine being out in 104 degree heat with no shade uh, and you didn't bring anything. You don't have any goddamn money. Shit starts to get fucking wild. And that's the, that's the way the original Woodstock was. You know, they made a big deal that, that one guy died, right? And I feel bad that this kid died. However, in the original Woodstock, fuck, man, how many people died in that goddamn thing? 
Deaths are Look, unfortunate but common occurrence in most large music festivals. Yeah, you've you've people. you've worked a yeah, ton of them. For sure. Look up how many people died in Woodstock '69. And most of the time, it's like you know dehydration, yes. going too hard, yeah. whatever. Partying. Craig said Ross was barely nine years old when barely Woodstock '99 happened. True. Gave us four ninety-nine. Thank you, Craig. True. We'll put that towards the plane ticket to get to your. Wedding. Wedding, yeah. Um, wow. Only uh, remarkably two fatalities okay. were recorded. One from insulin usage, I guess incorrect insulin usage. Mm-hmm. Okay. And the second was a individual was run over by a tractor. Ah. Jesus that's, Christ. That second one will get you. <laughs> oh, yeah, because they got all fucking yeah. begacked out yeah. and ran into the field. Yeah, dude. <laughs> and some old man was like, what? hippie, right? Yeah, yeah. Oh, shit. And then that was in your cereal. And, hey, yeah. So you know how the media would report that exact statement? Uh, Woodstock, 1969. 100% more deaths confirmed than 99 Oh, you mean it went from one to two? Okay, great. Oh, um, oh it doubled. Yeah, it doubled. Okay, it doubled. fuck off. It doubled. Um, I that will... happens and all that other shit. Yeah. Um, I will say that Woodstock 99, correct me if I'm wrong, seemed a little bit more bro stock than the other ones. So a little bit more of a limp biscuit crowd, a little bit more of a backwards hat yes. bro. And I'm, I'm glad, I'm, and I think I'm glad w- you brought that up. That is a little bit the difference, uh, but, just optically, but, right? But, but here's the thing. At the time, right, because all of these festivals are programmed for what is popular at that time. I understand. That segment of music, that was the most popular at the time. You had Kid Rock. You had Limp Biscuit, Just you one had of those days. Metallica. <laughs> I did it all for the Nookie. Yeah, Nookie. Um, and then they blamed Fred Durst for causing the riot. Where did you put it? The I can't anymore. Oh, sorry, no, sorry, no, sorry, no. sorry, sorry. It's time for Giorgio to go so, and put sorry, that down sorry, for the sorry. rest of the day. It's I'll a shame because that camera looks so good, I but know, go ahead. I know. Got a little um, too high. Got a little too Woodstock, uh, Giorgio did I today. don't know. I don't know. Um, but then they blamed it on Fred Durst. They were like, hey, we told you to go out and quell the crowd. N- no. Like, I, if you're Fred Durst, you're playing a fucking set that is live on television around the world. Go as hard as you can. Um, Fred Durst was supposed to quell. I thought it was Chili Pepper. Wasn't it Chili Pepper? All peppers? of them. Okay. Every band that came up, they were like, guys, Favorite can you moment. turn it down? Can you turn? And then at the end, it was just like, well, Fred Durst, and then this other guy, and this other. Motherfucker, that was all the music, dude. What do you want him to play? You want to go up there and play fucking Kumbaya? Jewel? Yeah. Like, um, that was my favorite moment of the documentary when they, at the very end, when they started li- literally lighting the place on fire, stages, everything, tents. Just blaring. And the old people that put it on again, they go out to flee. Yeah. They go out to yeah, 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 yeah. Red Hot Chili Peppers. They go, guys, can you just like do something, play something to kind of like calm people down? What, what do they play? Let me stay next to your fire. fire. They don't really know this song, by the way. They thought of it right off the cuff. They're like, do you know the chords? And all they were saying over and over. Let me stay next to your let fire. Let me stay next to your fire. Yeah. Let me stay. And it was like. I liked it. We got naked. Well, he was naked. Big the, old dong was, he was hanging out. He was fucking naked the entire set. So, like, when they say, oh, yeah, it was toxic male masculinity. Everybody wanted to see tits and everything else. Fleet came out with his fucking dick out and played a full set two hours with his entire dick and balls out. I mean, that kind of proves their point, but yeah. James, we got some sponsors who put this whole glorious mess of a podcast on the air first and foremost ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros let's go let's go fam let's get a new mattress brother 
30% off everything in the entire store. I believe, I believe there's still a flash sale, 40% off. Not sure. Not sure. Because shit gets wild over at ghostbed.com forward slash drinker There's so many deals, it's hard to tell. Now, the one that they've been consistent with forever is the zero down, zero interest, 36-month program. Boom. You pay as you go. That's it. Simple as that. A little running calculator on the side tells you how much is in your cart, how much it'll cost you per month. Pillows, sheets, adjustable bases, uh, you name it, they have it. All their products are amazing. I've got literally every fucking thing that they've ever made there. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros today. Make yourself a little tiny king or queen. Next up, we've got trough.com. Come on, dude. Come on, dude. I feel like I'm lucky to have this on the show. I feel like I'm lucky to have it on set next to me every single goddamn day. Uh, Truff is the very, very best sauce that has ever been created. I know that's a fucking bridge right there. It might be a bridge too far for you, but it's not for me. Um, I remember seeing this back in the day on Facebook, and they were sold out uh, as soon as I clicked the little button, because who doesn't want truffles in every single sauce uh, or, or piece of food that you eat in this life? They're the best of all time. And I thought to myself, well, it must be crazy expensive. It is not. Uh, it is not, my friend. Uh, it is the very best hot sauce in the best. Uh, and they've also got different sauces, like the, like the mayonnaise sauce. All of it is infused with truffles. It's amazing. Uh, it's one of those ones where I can't believe it's on the show. And uh, Hot Bob tried to take the fucking box this, the second it came in. I was like, get your goddamn hands off that. All right? Do something. Do something, Bob. All right? Set a better example for your kid that isn't born yet. Don't steal trough.com from me, okay? Buy it. You don't steal things, Bob. We don't do that around here. Uh, they've got a promo code for it. It's RPR. You get 15% off at truff.com. That's T-R-U-F-F.com. Uh, those Fs are fantastic. Uh, big fan of truff.com. Promo code RPR on that one. 15% off site-wide. Free shipping. You need anything more? You need anything more in this life, dude, than truffle hot sauce? No, you do not. When you get this box, by the way, this one is, like, great for, like, actual gifts for friends and shit where you're trying to impress them, where you're like, oh, fuck, you really thought about me. You really thought about me. Yeah, we did. Because um, if you get a box of this, you open it up, it's got a golden box inside. The sauces are in these amazing bottles. Uh, I, I fucking love these guys. Um, whatever, dude. I, I can go on about this forever. Uh, get 15% off site-wide plus free shipping with the promo code RPR at Truff. Dot com that is 15% off everything at truff.com t-r-u-f-f.com promo code rpr and that'll that'll give you 15% off it's the luxury hot sauce brands that everybody's using my dad took it to waffle house the other day classed up the joint you believe that uh last but not least here um we got cardomax.com cardomax.com promo code nooners for that bogo got three days left on that bogo by the way buy one get one free at cardomax.com look you heard me at the top of the show this is sean Matson's new company uh former former uh ceo of strike force it's their new energy drink 
It's just a little pouch. Rip it open and squeeze it into water. You know goddamn well what I'm talking about, dude. Uh, if you're going to use that BOGO, I would highly recommend the Blue Raspberry and or uh, the, the, the Pink Lemonade. Either one. Pick one and then use the other one as you buy one, get one free. And you're good to go on that one. And that's promo code Nooners on that at cardomax.com. Liquid packet. Uh, it's got some caffeine in it, some BCAAs. Get you real hyped up. Uh, so all of our listeners, again, this is, this is for you guys, dude. Buy one, get one free on your first order. Go to cardomax.com. Use the promo code Nooners. That's cardomax, C-A-R-D-O-M-A-X.com. And use the promo code Nooners. And you will get a buy one, get one free on your first order. This order ends on July 30th. So you got to get it now. All right. Don't delay. Don't dilly dally on this one. Uh, you got to get it now. Uh, some people here in the message boards are asking me about that truff giveaway. Yes, the truff giveaway is still on. Uh, we're going to extend it. We're going to extend the truff giveaway a week, by the way. Uh, we've teamed up with Mountain Primal Meats. Uh, you, can, you can check out their whole site. They were on Drinking Bros. Finest meats in the land. So what we're going to do, uh, if you order something from truff.com, right now, tag us. Tag Truff on there on uh, the old Instagram. Tag the show. Uh, tag at ST James, ST James, and at Jesse Wiseman. Uh, all you have to do is uh, tag us using your Truff on, on whatever you're using at home. Uh, not only are we going to send you a free box of Truff, but we're also going to send you some free meat from Mountain Primal. I don't know how life gets better at that point, but we've extended that giveaway, and I, I wanted to tell you that. So, uh, look, just go to Truff.com, T-R-U-F-F.com. Promo code RPR, 15% off on there. And then use it on some food. Take a picture of it on Instagram. Tag Truff, tag us. And then congratulations. We're going to pick one person and send you some meats, dude. You can get some bison out of there. Get a bunch of shit from Mountain Primal. And then use the best, best hot sauce ever created there. I'm done. I'm all done now. Okay? But I, it goes both ways. There was dudes walking around with their dicks and balls out too. Like, um, So what the fuck ever, man? Like... I don't have an issue with it, and it's like, oh, man, they destroyed this beautiful peace, love, and shit. No, pull up, pull up the aftermath of Woodstock 1969. Look at the after photo of that field and tell me it doesn't look every bit as worse as 99. Like, Oh, Bill. So Bill's saying, uh, Bill Schofield uh, is saying DMX would have stopped the riots. By the way, Whoa. DMX was probably in there. In, in, he as destroyed far as, there. As far as the documentary, he was the only one that every single person was like, Fuck yeah, they were all Well, he started it off. So like people exactly. weren't tired. They weren't exactly they weren't exhausted yet. Exactly. Like he started off the crown as DMX. And killed that killed it. Killed fucking it. set. So killed it. if everyone had been as locked in as they were with DMX, they think it would have been. But then they put up Jewel and everyone's like, the bros are like, let's go get some four dollar water and grab some tits. And then everyone just starts like And Jewel's got huge tits. She could she should have uh, quelled the crowd and pulled out her huge tits and been like, Hey, what's up, dude? It just wasn't the Wasn't the vibe. It wasn't the vibe. She should have been at ninety four. She should have been at sixty nine. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. that bro stock. Jewel just got eaten alive. But it was just the time. And then, you know, afterwards, they were talking to Moby, which I don't know why he's become the fucking moral high ground for all these uh, docs and articles now of like, oh, let's ask Moby what he thinks about the feminine movement. What the, what the fuck do we care? Uh, Moby was like, you know, and then Coachella was, was right afterwards. And it was such a different experience. It was a different experience because it's rich. 
Like there's VIP, there's shade. Um, it's, it's a fuck ton of money to get into to goddamn Coachella and you're separated. If you want to be in shade and fucking drink from bars and everything else, you can. And it's nicer. Like It's just a, an amazing social experiment, right? Which is like, same with the first Woodstock. It's a social experiment. Can we put a bunch of people in a field, have music playing, yeah. not a lot of security, let them do whatever they want. What will happen? Right. You, you see, see what, what happen? happens. Yeah. We'll show you now. Here we go. Oh, yeah. Let's see this just to, to corroborate. Yep. So Ross's, just, uh, yeah. just so you know, that was, the, that was the, the day after Woodstock right there. That was like hours after Hendrix got off stage. He was the last one there. Tell me that's any fucking, that's 69 to 99. I mean, it's the same goddamn thing. Didn't he play like three days after the festival was technically over? Like, didn't he show up super late? He was super late because they couldn't get in because everybody had kicked down the gate so there was no roads. So they had to get him a helicopter. So he didn't go on until Monday morning at like 6 a.m., and the only reason he played the Star Spangled Banner because there was like 20,000 20, people and they were just waking up. Right. So, you know, he had two bongo drummers on that set because he got high and promised both of them they could play with him. Correct. Uh, and then the other one was Santana, who thought he was uh, seeing snakes and a snake was wrapped around his guitar. So he didn't stop playing and you were just like, it's the most amazing thing ever. But Amazing, dude. Um, like, and, and then yes. he ends up doing Rob Thomas's bullshit. Uh, yo, groove, got you all so smooth. Just like it, yeah. Under the moon, and the sand, the emotions, And now there's Santana. <laughs> For this generation, it was like, oh, yeah, Rob Thomas, sober, right. All, like, fuck, dude. Go back to Woodstock. Acid. There's a fucking snake on my guitar. It looks like he's trying to rape it. Rape the fucking guitar. It's awesome. And then we have this fucking pussy generation. Now we have these pussy fucking documentarians who have their own acts. Going, oh, this is why everything's bad and people are bad and the whole world's. No, dude. It's a fucking shithole back in 69. It was a shithole in 99. What do you think is going to happen? It's 104 fucking degrees. Just different pieces of shit. That's it. That's it. We're all going through the same shit. You know what I'm saying? So, fuck off with that. I watched that stupid ass thing and like, Moby. Coachella was so much better. Oh, was it? Because it's five grand to go to Coachella. That's why. And there's a class system at Coachella. So, if you're talking about a social experiment, like, if you want to just like boil it down into like how it works best... Being rich. You keep the peasants here. Yes, yes. You keep the rich people here. Yes, yes, yes. (laughs) I mean, dude, it's, you keep the the fucking. Yep, Yep. sorry. Sex, you know. Just saying. Separated. Yeah. It's equally as fun in both places for different reasons. Yes. Your Airbnb you rent for Coachella is $20,000 for the week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's... You and your six friends go it, enjoy that together. It's fucking gnarly, and it's, dude, it's meant for rich people. So two different experiences all the way around. Uh, and then the last thing that I'll say about this, the, the guys who put on the festival were actually the guys who did it in 1969, um, and they were pretty fucking cool about everything. Um, their statement at the end I thought was the funniest, and I don't know if you caught it, but it was regarding Kurt Loder. And uh-huh. Kurt Loder, because MTV News was the one that was covering that whole entire thing. Right. Um, and the guy goes, look, if you want my honest opinion of all of this, no, it's not as bad as it, it was made out to be. Really wasn't that much different than 69. And he goes, uh, the difference is the media came in and they had their own narrative that they wanted to spin. And they, his exact words were, Kurt, Kurt Loder always wanted to be a fucking war reporter, apparently, some serious journalist. And this was his war. Mm. And that's the way he treated it. And, like, 
looking at the footage, yes, he's 100% right. And the, so- the shots that would set up in the background where the fire was right behind him, it's too dangerous out here. Oh, was it? Why don't you go to fucking Afghanistan then and tell me what the difference is between that and a goddamn festival with hot girls' titties out walking around, Kurt, you piece of shit. I, after that, I was all done with Kurt Loder because that's exactly what it seemed like. And that seemed like the dawn of media where, hey, we're going to put our own spin on this so we can get fucking ratings. Because MTV's ratings were through the fucking roof for that whole goddamn shit. Mm. Um, and they had a stake in it. I know they had a financial stake in it as well. Um, and even Carson Daly, I had to get out of there. And they, they had the shots of him in a, a pass van getting driven out of there. Oh, was it so dangerous, Carson? Fucking A. You want to talk about danger? I'll talk about danger, Carson. I'll, I'll go with it. I got called one day. I'm fucking going all in today. I got, I'll, I'll go on on everybody today. I got called one day from a buddy of mine who said, hey, I'm too fucked up. At, at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on St. Patrick's Day, can you come pick up me and my buddy? And I was like, yeah, cool. Showed up. Guess who it was? Carson Daly. Got into my car, and I was like, where, where am I meeting you guys at? The fucking BMW dealership. Oh. Oh. What, did something go wrong? Yeah, we had a flat tire. I didn't know what we were going to do. Oh, so you, you had to drop the car off and you felt like, you know, maybe you were too fucked up to get a cab ride or whatever. So I drove that motherfucker home, dude. So don't tell me that it's that dangerous out into the world when you get a flat tire on St. Patrick's Day after you've had a couple pints. Come on, man. Come right. on. Right. You're fine. You're fucking fine. So if that's the level of Sally you're at, imagine mm-hmm. then. I had to get out of there. It was just too dangerous. Really? It was also too dangerous when you get a flat tire on St. Patrick's Day. And Santa Monica. change it himself? Couldn't change it, no. Couldn't change it. Can you the change it? The dealership will do it for me. Yes, dude. Oh. Change a fucking flat tire. Goddamn man. I'm just All right. wondering. How fast? <sighs> I think we got time. We, so I, I went to a, a school in Georgia where you had to take that fucking auto class, and there was the shit built into it, and they did time us. I want to say it was like 18 minutes. Sounds like a good time-lapse video. It sounds yeah. like a good competition yeah. for can the I, studio. Can we actually yeah. go against each other? Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You guys can do. Uh, you guys can go against each other. RPR can go against each other. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. You and for, Dan for can go a tire against each other. Yeah. You got to jack it up and change, change, change the tire and drop it down, right? Yep. Okay. Yeah. We have to drop it down enough for it to not. But yeah. yeah. Um, Kim, Kim Jong Poon, uh, who's in the room, says, serious <laughs> question, how many unreported... Uh, rapes uh you think were unreported woodstock 69 i bet there were a lot same that wasn't we don't know i so to compare both it's a great question to compare both who fucking knows dude um i don't know i'd like to think about all the consensual love that happened to both those music festivals yeah exactly and there was a lot but carson daly couldn't change his (laughs) flat tire on the beamer so so he had to get a ride yeah he had to get out there I remember picking him up, too. This is so fucking funny, dude. I picked him up, and uh, the person I was dating at the time, like, I was, we were going to the gym or something, because it was 1 o'clock in the afternoon. And he was like, why aren't, why aren't you guys fucked up? Like, it looks like you're going to the gym. I was like, well, we are, because it's 1. It's 1 o'clock. I'm going out tonight, bro. I just, it's 1 o'clock right now. Right. But I'll, we'll take you to the fucking dealership. It was right on uh, Santa Monica, right by the uh, Dan Tennis. So, yeah. Fuck off with that shit. I don't want to hear it. Um, <laughs> okay. We're just going for it today. Who cares, Shaves? Just going for it. Who cares? It uh, doesn't really matter anymore. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's going to paint their own narrative. Same as uh, the Bourdain doc. So people are taking a lot of heat for this. I w- everybody's been asking me to get your honest opinion on that doc and everything okay. that's going on. 
um, which we'll, we'll get to now. Um, the one thing that I, we didn't know until after watching it is that they did use AI for certain lines in the movie. Mm-hmm. Now, the filmmaker is not saying which lines they were. Uh, the question was asked because of the, there was one email in particular that was writ, read out loud that was sent, and they were like, hey, how would he have been able to read the email mm-hmm. out loud, and why was that? And then they said how many other lines were altered. And they said... We're not going to say that, but just know that we vetted 10 AI companies, uh, the director of the film, and mm-hmm. we used the best to, to give this AI uh, for, for Bourdain, and, the, and mm-hmm. the lines are left open to your interpretation of, of what were his and what weren't. Uh, and then his ex-wife, the second one, um, who got the, she got the entire estate, mm-hmm. by the way, because the divorce hadn't gone final yet. Good right. for her. Good for her. Good for, luckily, it didn't go to that other fucking bitch. Exactly. Uh, that Asia Argento. Um, she said, I did not authorize any permission of this whatsoever. And, uh, and I'm pretty pissed off about it. But she also said, I'm done talking about this and his life and everything else. Just let him live in peace. And this was the last thing. So we're all mm-hmm. done with this. Um, did that bother you at all? Because it, it seemed to be bothering everybody else. In particular, Deadline, which is like the biggest site in Hollywood, mm-hmm. uh, did a whole piece of why documentaries are no longer documentaries because everybody's putting the spin they want to on it. Did you get everything out of that, or were you pissed off about the AI in that documentary? No, and I, don't, I think the AI is the least of maybe what they're talking about. So uh, he, there were people that were talking about him, friends. He would send emails mm-hmm. like late at night, and it was a little window into something other than what he portrayed, right? So these people got the actual emails, Right. So it doesn't have the same impact. It was a choice by the documentary to be like, we want to hear him say this in his own words, because what you hear from him is mostly like, you know, about travel and all of that. And you've heard all of that. The emails or having someone read a diary, let's say, uh, was just an artistic choice. Uh, They're not like putting words into his mouth. They're just having... They're just having the emails that he sent late at night to really good friends about how depressed he was or how hard it was. They're just having those things read in his voice instead of someone else's. Right. And I was fine with that. I don't have any issue. I knew it was happening while it was happening because when someone says, yes, because when someone says we, I got this email and it, it said this and this, there's no way that Bourdain ever read this private email to his friend out loud anywhere in front of a mic, right? So there's no other way a logical person will be like, okay, they must have figured out some way or someone that sounded like him or whatever to read Bourdain's real words. So they're not saying things he didn't say. I have no issue with it. It's a non-fucking story. Now, what else is the problem as far as the spin that they're putting on it? Is so everybody else's was why didn't you go further in the questioning of Asia Argento when clearly everyone was leaning towards yes she was the fucking cause of this um and he said he didn't want to go down that road and everybody else who was interviewed had said look we did give an honest answer um and the director said look I made the edits I made because of of what I wanted to do with the movie and uh and that's it and kind of left it open-ended, but it also threw her under the bus. What I got out of it, to me, was, yes, it was fucking her, dude. And um, 
it was strange and it was it was uh, it was fucking wild uh, because once I, I didn't know what his ex wife looked like. Mm-hmm. Once I saw the two of them, it just looked like a younger version of his ex wife. Mm-hmm. I mean, carbon copy, both you know, Italiano, Papa Americano, uh, doing fucking fun shit or whatever and it was just a younger version of her and then i didn't know about the instagram stories either so that the last things he left were of these old films that only she would know or her she's a director and her entire family's fucking directors Mm -hmm. clearly they had watched this film together and it was a a dig towards her some people wanted the, the answer and just said hey dude just let everybody else talk and and say it was her that here's probably why they didn't because i actually don't believe that a person like i don't believe that she can make someone kill themselves unless it's like that story back in the day which she's still in jail right now where the girl is literally telling him to get back into the car and if you love me you'll do this right. get back into the car da 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 like if you're not doing that and you are just doing things that everyone else does in this not everyone else, but there's a large percentage of people that either cheat or the relationship isn't working or it's toxic even, or they are controlling, whatever it may be. Those people cannot make a well person kill themselves. So I think it's the way that I've always thought about it. I think it's the way that this director and most people think that is like, is it a catalyst? Is it something that opens something up? Maybe, but this girl, as horrible as she may be, mm-hmm. cannot be blamed for someone hanging themselves in a hotel room far, far away from them. It's just not a thing that we're going to start doing, right? Like, oh, she cheated on him. She killed him. No, we're fucking adults. He's 60-something, right? Yeah. 60, I don't think that's the... Yeah. If, if they had gone that way, I think for me personally... I would have been way more pissed that they didn't actually go into what they did. They did go into, Mm -hmm. which is his mental health, his mental struggles, those emails to his friend at three in the morning and having a hard time with this amazing life that he had started way before her. Right. 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 And I think what they were showing is this was a really bad thing that happened at the end. It opened something up for him. The demons came back, the things came back, whatever it may be. And it was the end. But you cannot blame this girl for a grown fucking man with kids, ex-wives, a career. You cannot blame a girl for someone else taking their life and taking themselves away from their daughter. That's not her fucking fault. Right. Even if she is the worst person in the world, which, debatable. Yeah, yeah. So for me personally, I was fine with the, the ending and the structure of it because I, I knew where they were going and I got it, right? It was like, all right, great. I, I understand that everybody's probably is blaming this on her, and they stopped just short of saying that. Right, right, but you can't do that. No, you can't. But I mean, in this situation, sure. Was that the final push? Probably. Yes, um, but they did go that far. They did talk to the whole crew. They go, this was crazy. He was just so be- he was being controlled by her emotionally. That's his fault as well. Yeah. But I, exactly, 100%. But I, I think why the audience is angry about it or there has been comments about the ending of that movie is simply because people want an answer. And in suicide, you're probably not going to get the final answer unless there's a detailed note exactly. or a tape or something exactly. else. Exactly. So 
I think it's a little bit selfish on the audience part if you're if that's what you were hoping for. It is definitely implied. I got it. I watched it and I was like, all right, cool. The AI shit, it is what it is. It's a fucking weird world we're living in. But uh I have no yeah. again, I have no problem with it if it is his actual words. Right? Which according to everything I <laughs> Would you want somebody reading my voice when I'm dead? I don't want to hear it ever again. <laughs> That's going to be the beauty of when that happens. No. Um, (laughs) uh, Would I? No. But it isn't someone else. Isn't it just like a, they're using his. Yeah. They're using like thousands of hours of like And kind of melding it together. Yeah. 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 Um, So I don't know. I don't know. Uh, On to a happier couple though. Benifer. They're back, baby. They're, I mean, they're fucking everywhere, dude. Everywhere. Just like the little fucking thirst monsters. And by the way, Ben Affleck is not the thirst monster. He's just gotten, um, he's, fine. he's gotten caught up. He's so fine. it's the battle of the yachts. I hate that I even have to talk about this, but it's the battle of the yachts in San Tropez. It's a rod on his big yacht alone <laughs> on a, on a water slide. Uh, you know, and then it's right across the bay is a point. Nanny. Yeah. It's JLo and Ben recreating all their iconic images images from that video that they did together. Um, he looks great. I'm looking at a photo of him. Giorgio step out. I actually don't think he looks great, but, um, he looks super thin and I don't think that's good as we all know. Wow. I like a little bit of more, a little bit more meat on those bones. There's a photo of him grabbing her ass on this yacht. Um, that's yeah. that's amazing. There it is. Look at that. Uh, there's a there's another shot too where uh, she's got her tongue out in one of them. Like it's, I mean, it's it's real thirsty, but I love all of it. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are asking me if Ben is back. In my opinion, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, because I want to see shit like this. Okay. Um, now, when you're this thin, clearly you're doing some drugs. Mm-hmm. There, there's probably no way to slim down that fast without drugs, right? Mm-hmm. That's my favorite Ben. I don't really care what drugs he's on. I want to see him happy. And I want to see him because he's a little, and if you look in these pictures, uh, pull up that one you just pulled up, by the way. Yeah. Uh, just put one more time and zoom into his face. Yeah, look at that. Uh, but zoom into his face real quick. He looks, there's a disheveled look about him of like, man. Some, I don't know what drug it is. I don't know what it is. But there's a disheveled look of like, oh, man. I'm on something here. So I'm okay yeah. with it. I'm okay with it. I, I, yeah, he's sweaty. He's disheveled. Yeah. His face is gaunt, yeah. in my opinion. Yeah. But it's, look at those little white, skinny legs of his. I mean, look, it's okay. It's okay. I like it. Uh, look, in, in a time like this, we need, we need this. We, need, we you, got, no, we have, look at that. Look at that far away. Look at that thousand yards stare in his eye. Can we also put a picture yeah. of A-Rod alone at the top of the water slide? Yeah, can you uh, pull that up? Um, <laughs> a- A-Rod alone at the top so of the water slide. this is A-Rod, and they're both, it's, it's just. With his feet crossed. I don't know why. I've never seen this out of a man before. Uh, no, that, not that one. I, I want to see him like a child. Yeah. At the top of the water slide. With his feet crossed, and he's got mm-hmm. wet pants on. No, no, that's, no. At, he's on the water slide. He's on the water slide. So yeah. he's actually, like, hands crossed. Yeah. 
He's going down. Look at him. Oh, oh he's winning. <laughs> he's winning the Yacht Wars, right? He's he's with his boys. Look at that. Look at those club and feet. And they're just going down the slide. Those and, steroid club feet. Just oh. fucking. Uh, and then meanwhile, you know, his ex-fiance is getting her fucking asshole rubbed down by, by uh, Affleck. Right. Look Man. at that face, too. Which one? Oof. On A-Rod? Yeah. His man makeup is going to be washed right off. Well, look, I don't fault him for that. Anyways. Even daddy's got to throw on a little power for these lights. He's a little, little powder for these lights. But, uh, yeah, he's, he's going through it. Because then the, yeah, the other picture of him on the boat with his, with his feet crossed. Mm. Um, there is another one where he's wearing pants. Dan, I don't know if you can find it. But he's wearing, he's wearing jeans. They're wet. They're, They're completely wet. soaking wet. They're too wet. long. And he's crossing his feet he's crossing his in feet. a way. His, his legs are crossed like a... Like a little, like a like a thirteen year old waiting for like a prom date to be like, hey, do you want to dance or, or uh, some kind of homecoming probably not prom at thirteen. That's a little too young. It's way too young. <laughs> uh, but his his little his little feet are crossed like this, and you're like, oh man. Uh, Michael Rappaport pa- posted earlier. Oh shit, they fucking did a rod dirty. Is that the real one? Put that up. Yeah, he looks good. Jesus Christ, he looks jacked. All right, they fucked him. Which which one is the my god, one? dude? Yeah. The, the other one was a bad... You don't go on the way down. I'm sorry, A-Rod. I'll apologize. Jesus Christ, he's jacked. Um, get the fucking Balco guy. Get, give me his shit here. I'll, give me some of that shit. He's it's great. Good. What is he, 50? He's... Looks like that? Give me some of that Balco shit. I apologize, A-Rod. 46, yeah. I don't like him as a person, but goddammit, I respect that body. I respect, that, I respect the steroids, okay? I don't, I'm not going to steroid shame on this show. No, working out is 75% lighting. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, what do you, <laughs> Jesse? You just turned away, <laughs> turned off your phone. Uh, no. What was I? Yeah. Anyway, good for them. Oh no, he he posted something that was like, "I'm stepping into the new beginning of my life." Horribly written. It was just kind of like, "Wow, okay, Rod, you're stepping into the new beginning of your new life." Uh huh. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, Good for yeah, you. Yeah. Because you are staring right now at Benefer. Yes. Yes, 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 Winning. Yes, yes. Winning. The yacht war. Winning, and it's great. We needed a yacht war this year. If we didn't get it, well, are we really alive? True. Are we really alive? And, uh, and I find all of it amazing, by the way. So congratulations, Ben Affleck. I'm here for all your bullshit, and I love all of it. Um, it's never getting old to me. You don't have to throw up the video, but there is a pretty, it looks like my nightmare. But anyways, after the yacht or on the yacht or whatever, they had her birthday celebration. And just like she always does, she, you know, looks great, sits at a booth. All these girls come out with champagne that she's not drinking. And Ben is just next to her. And in my mind, I'm like, what is going through Ben? Like, can you change your spots, right? Like. Can a leopard change their spots? Like, do you not want to just fucking get some blow and party right yeah, now? Yeah. Do you not want to grab one of those fucking waitresses with the, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, are you really changed or I, are you just now know. in a prison if, of if, J-Lo's making? If Affleck offed himself, like after this relationship winds down, it wouldn't surprise me where he's just like, look, man, I can't live in a world where I can't booze and do drugs all the time. It's pointless. It's pointless. Right. Um, I also remember the time here uh, that's because some people are talking about it, um, that Jennifer Lopez 
uh, slammed his back tattoo, the Phoenix tattoo. Um, now she's back um, with him, and it's like, hey, dude, we getting that covered up? What are we going to do with that thing? Because that stretches all the way underneath the asshole and everything else, that thing, that the dragon tail. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, dude. That's why his shirt is not off in what? the Yacht Wars. No, it's not. Because it's she not. forbade it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. What's that? Do you want Erod's official statement? Uh, I would love it, actually. New energy is emerging. New levels are unlocking for me mentally, physically, and spiritually. I'm remaining patient and know that this is a new phase of my life is coming. Are you fucking serious? A grown man wrote that? Yes. Alex Rodriguez wrote that. The baseball player. And he liked her birthday Instagram post. That's got to just be guerrilla marketing for New Era. I guess. The baseball cap company. God damn it, man. I mean, that is fucking insane. He's turned into a, a female Instagram. Yeah, I remember uh, I Will Fix You was one of his collages with all their oh, photos yeah, yeah, and all this other stuff. Like, yeah. Did Coldplay? Uh, yeah, dude. Uh, he did Coldplay. He's huh. going to start posting just pictures with handwritten notes of things on them. Just little quotes. I don't know. You don't know where they came from or who wrote them? Yeah, uh, he really had. He really. Gross. Gross. I, you know, oddly, we're going sports heavy today, but at least it, it factors in all of our, our pop culture. Um, can you pull up the picture of A-Rod, uh, the other one, uh, Aaron Ro- Rodgers, mm. um, showing up for camp this morning? God damn it. We make fun of this guy, Jesse, all the time, right? We don't mm-hmm. know if he's gay or if he's straight or whatever. And then mm-hmm. he just shows up and does shit like this, and you forget about it. And you're like, oh, you're cool and funny. Mm-hmm. Shit. Shit. That's how he showed up to camp today. Okay. Oh, look how relatable I am. I watch I The know. Office. Look, I like no, The no, Office. No. I'm wearing fucking... I think, because so they've had these contract disputes. They finally settled it. The rumor is they cut out the last two years of his deal, so he's only going to play one more year, and then he's going to do whatever he wants, right? Mm-hmm. I look at this as a... I thought it was a very subtle dig to say, hey, dude, if you want me to fucking show up at the goddamn office, I'm going to show up like this guy and just sit there the entire season and do dick, and I might spill chili on myself. I think that is what it is because it's that character is so specific in the office of Kevin where it's just like, all right, guys, I'm here. Mm-hmm. Are we ready to leave? Are we ready to go? Mm-hmm. That was the whole off season where it was like, all right, great. If you're going to force me to work, I might as well treat this place like the goddamn office for one year. Yeah. I wouldn't draft him or anybody else. And then he shows up with long hair and a fucking bun and those glasses. That clearly doesn't look like a guy who's ready to play some football. Oh. <laughs> he was killing it on the golf course the other day. Yeah. He again, wrong Bryson sport. Just- I feel like carried, he wrong sport. Carried Bryson DeChambeau's bum ass. Yeah, wrong I sport. feel like that's what he wants to be doing. Golf, right? Well, it's either that or Jeopardy, right? So that'll lead us into the next story. Is um, there was a rumor forever that you know they had made him a seventeen, eighteen million dollar offer to host Jeopardy, and that fuck that that job lasts a lifetime. Right. That was his dream job. He said it was. He guest hosted already. Um, I find it odd that he reports to camp and goes back in, and then the internet won last night and got their guy in there of LeVar Burton. So LeVar Burton guest hosted last night. Okay. Um, people went banana dick all the way up and down, and they're like, this is the guy. This is the guy who should do it. And he's lobbied for it for, what, a year now? Mm-hmm. Uh, a little bit longer, LeVar Burton. Okay. Um, I watched it last night. He was great. Yes, I, I'm, I'm with you, Internet. I think, I think For sure. And I, think he, I think nos- he could be the dude. There is a nostalgia attached to him that would easily transition. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. Jeopardy mostly is quite nostalgic, right? Comforting and nostalgic. Yes. 
And LeVar, I mean. I felt it last night. Yes. And when, when I put it on, I was like, all right, cool. That was the first time since Trebek where I felt like, all right. I thought Aaron Rodgers was fine. Not great. Um, LeVar Burton is great. It's the cadence of your voice and, and everything else. There has voice. to be an authority to almost that you know the answer as well, right? Yeah. Or that you know what you're talking about. And where I it's believe like, it, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, you're like, he's very smart. He's, you know, so it makes sense. Aaron Rodgers would be like, did he say that right? Do you know what I mean? Or like, <laughs> does he know what he's even asking, right? Not that he's dumb, but there's like, some stuff that like. Yeah, people wouldn't buy me hosting Jeopardy. You know, they would be like, no. No, no, no. No, dummy. No, no, You're not up there. No, a no. version of Jeopardy, maybe. Yeah, a, well, ver- a version. An alt version, yeah. A sports category. I guess. They just bring you in for the sports category only. Yeah. Just music documentaries and sports. Um. Yeah. <laughs> and you come up with the names, too, for the for the category. But that was the first time where the internet is signed petitions and change.org or whatever the fuck it was. And then it came through. And then it, it ended up being there, and you were like, oh, wait, this is actually perfect. This seems like the right choice. It uh, wasn't forced by diversity or anything else. just seemed like the best person for the job, and you were like, all right, great. Absolutely. Let's have this continue. Uh, and he looks great, by the way. LeVar Burton looks great. Yes. Yeah. So good for him, dude. Good, good for Good him. for him. But uh, Aaron's back. Let's, let's slot uh, LeVar Burton into Jeopardy, and we can all live our lives in peace and harmony for an hour or like 30 minutes a night or whatever you know sure if they're showing reruns an hour whatever what can we go twice as high uh how how so you yeah uh, reading yeah. ah thank you reading rainbow yeah 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 it's been a while it's been a while yeah um that's aaron lewis so if we're just, just quoting random things sure um sure <laughs> it's been a while no i haven't seen reading rainbow since I don't know. It's one of those shows that sticks with you because you watched as a kid. My head up yeah, no, no, none of that. <laughs> none of that, Georgia. He's just doing it to fuck with you now. Man, man, oh man, dude. Giorgio's box of high. Oh, did, did I just cut in on Look that? Look at, at that, dude. Him. Look at that, oh, dude. Just oh my keep God. it right there. That was a memorial shot you just showed right there. Like, that's oh, the end of the memorial yeah. where it's just like, how that's did he? That's for like. He died kite surfing. He was. Ju- they were going to say, they're going to say, he was just starting to get his life together, right? <laughs> he was he so was full so of life. He was so close, yeah. He was so full of life. And, yeah. Uh, and then yeah. The, the kite surfing accident on the back of a 57-year-old's yacht. Yep. You know? He really lit up a room. <laughs> right? And filled it with smoke. <laughs> and got everybody high. Until Jesse forbade him from smoking flour in the office really while I'm around. lit up a room and filled it with smoke. That's great, isn't You're it? Welcome. I'm going to steal that. I know. I'm going to steal that if I can remember it later. That's I a know. great one. That's a great one. We steal little things from Jesse and never give her credit unless yep. she's live on air. So. Mm-hmm. Um, however, Anytime you hear something like really yeah, clever and funny, yeah. just know that it was stolen from me without credit. Because there was, uh, we were thinking of... Um, uh, some extra seltzer flavors, you know, to mm-hmm. go along like when the first batch comes out and everything else. Mm-hmm. You had a great name for the other one, and uh, I threw it to the trademark attorney, and uh, he said it does exist. So, oh, oh, um, but they're, they're looking into other variations of it mm-hmm. because of like the content. So we'll see. But once it actually, it. once it, it actually it, does come out, I do want to read the list of all the ones that I thought of because there's some real. 
dumb ones in yes. there. But yeah. And we've gotten a lot of questions about this of like, why haven't you released the name? Um, two reasons. The, you have to get it trademarked with the feds. So that process is like, they don't give you an exact date. So it, it averages around six or seven months, they said. So we're waiting on that. And then there's another process called the TTB, which is uh, all the contents, what's in the can and the logo and all that stuff. Now, we can clear the TTB and then be able to tell people the name in a few weeks, right? And that's where we're going to do it. Um, however, you do have to have that stamp of approval and a yes, because if not, and then you go out, then we have to change the name and everything else. So we're waiting on that because it's going to cost a lot of money. And when we go out with it, we want the merchandise and everything. And the, there's a website that's all set up and all that stuff. But until we get clearance from it, we can't say the name. It is just as great as you hoped it is. So uh, there was a lot of people. There was a message board started last night um, in Drinking Bros, Maine on it. And they were trying to guess the seltzer name. And it's as great as you hope it is. Hopefully the feds will allow us to do it. And we'll see. Did anyone guess? Our name? Nope. Nobody's no. guessed the name. Um, Nobody's guessed the name. And um, when did you say it was maybe coming out? Uh, oh, the seltzer itself uh-huh. as a whole. We're looking at the same same dates, uh, September-ish. So okay. end of September, somewhere in there. I don't really have an exact day mm. because, you know, you're going on the usual bullshit that everybody else is going through of like, oh, hey. Yeah, I just didn't want people to be like, oh, six to eight months. No. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no, no. Six to eight weeks. Six yeah, week, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, same date as we've always been saying. So, oh, okay. So far, so good. It's just uh, uh, on the trademark itself, though. Um, yeah, that's six to eight months, but we don't have to wait for that. Uh, we've already applied. Once you've applied, kind of like Shark Tank, where it's just like, yeah, patent, patent pending. pending. Yeah. That's exactly what it is. Yeah. So, we can use it. It is not in use currently. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we'll have a big announcement. We'll do a live show for it and, and all that stuff. And then, truthfully, we'll probably have a launch party down at uh, uh, WTF uh, Ice House downtown for mm-hmm. it and then have all those seltzers and all that stuff and do a huge live, live show uh, for when it drops because that'll be fun. And Austin Talley was in the other day, and we chatted with him about that. So, oh, nice. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it, will be, it will be everywhere. We are super excited for it. But, uh, yeah, going through all the flavors and all that other stuff uh, has been a, it's been a gambit. I, w- I, was, I was not prepared for what all of that entailed, where it's just like, oh, you've got to buy flavor from a flavor company, and mm-hmm. this from a thing, and this from a thing. And I was just like, hey, we give you the recipe, you just duplicate it and put it in a fucking can. And they were like, eh, that's not how that works, hombre. Yeah. Uh, the other part, too, is they, they have to test the cans. So, you know, heat, extreme heat, extreme cold, mm-hmm. make sure they don't explode on people and we all don't get sued. So, yeah, you uh, have to you have to go through that whole process as well. Piss on it, shit on it. You have to stick it in buttholes. Yep. Vaginas. Vaginas. Right Just now, to test what? Sean's on that right now. Oh, OK. Oh, OK, great. Oh, good, good, good. Great. Um, different size buttholes, too. It's like it needs to be able to withstand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever you fucking dirt bags want to do with it. And the, every week I have these different conversations with like different people who are higher up. And like, I, I met with the, the head of this like massive place that does, ah, shit, I signed an NDA. I must say, I can't say what I, what, what is made in there. They do all the big drinks or whatever. But uh, the, on the phone call, the guy goes, he goes, uh, hey, man, I, I just got one question for you. Um, is this eight, 8%? Is that real? I go, oh, yeah, yeah, that's real. And he goes, Jesus, man, that's going to have some kick. Yeah. I was like, yeah. Yeah. Yes, it is, sir. Yes. No reason to go anything under that. Not at all, Brohan. So, sorry. 
Sorry about it. And like we've said before, it is going to be perfect for people that don't like a fake sugar taste or something that's really sweet. Like you want it to no stevia, have no nothing, a flavor, yeah, yeah, yeah. a vibe, yeah. without being like correct weird tasting. Yeah, and we hired the best in yes. the country, so yeah, we were very specific. It's it took to dial in the taste took over like a year, um, so. It's rad. I, I, I'm super excited. For I have dreams about it like Christmas. It's like Christmas to me. Oh. I just want it to come out into the world. Me too, Ross. Yeah. L- little known fact about the 8%. If you're someone like Giorgio, who never buys their own drinks, you can just bum one and you're kind of fucked up. Yeah. Exactly. And they're big enough, right? Yeah. It's, it's a normal, normal yeah, yeah. can. So 8%. Yeah. It's, uh, it's going to rock you. It's That's what we're all trying to, to do. So like I have been doing the most I can get is seven flavor wise. Yeah. None of them. I literally cannot drink flavor wise. The, no. Any of the other 8%, sorry, but I'll do like a 7% something else just because I don't want to drink that much liquid, but I still want it to like me neither. get me there, and I but go, not quite a 14, which is wine. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. I want to go out and get the fucking party started, dude. Like, let's go. Sure. Let's sure, go. And sure. then, uh, I also got the confirmation of, they were like, look, if the brand is successful, can move into bomber cans and i was like what does a bomber can let me do and they were like brother you can go as high as is 14 if you want in a bomber can you can always sell it in singles though and i was like whoa and i called the brewer i was like can you do that and he goes man i can get it to taste great probably at 10 and he mm-hmm. goes i'd have to do some real fucking serious tests to get 12 or 14 and i was like i well, figured because four logo tastes like shit Right, but it would just have to be a high, like you can't keep the calories down with that. So it's like either you want to go yes. 14 yeah. and have wine and have it not be low calorie, or you want to go eight and chill the fuck out yeah. with a low calorie. So there's all these things you have to choose between. Yeah. Yep. Flavor is not going to be one of them. But And I had a long conversation with Adam Carolla about this off air um, because he sent over some uh, of the Mangria, which I fucking love, by the way. Yeah huge fan of that and but he made his same thing super strong wine can go up to 21 percent, and he put it at 20.9 which is awesome and dude it's great i i'm a big big fan of it and i was talking to him about it and he treated it the same way it was just like look i wanted it to be fucking awesome and taste great and also get fucked up like let's let's rage yeah 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 so we're in the same camp on that one uh and i'm super proud of it Super proud of it. Um, last bit of housekeeping here I want to do, because we're in talks for this right now as we speak. I've gotten a bunch of uh, messages about the first 22 episodes of Drinking Bros Missing on the Drinking Bros podcast. Um, it is Spotify and iTunes. Like The account that we have only goes up to 1,000. Because we have fake news numbered something differently, technically we're at like, 1022 episodes or something like that so like it is just it's like back to the future they're slowly taking those away Mm. they still exist out there i'm in talks with them to change it right now because that's bullshit and i don't want those episodes to go behind a paywall or something like that so i'm in talks with them to fucking bump up the feed but um to my knowledge oddly enough as i've been going back and forth with them jesse you know the podcast world way better than i do Mm -hmm. um rogan is the only one that i can name in that high of numbers Mm -hmm. Um, past the, the, a thousand, can you name everybody up? Maybe Mark Marin, but I think Mark Marin took his early episodes behind a paywall. Yeah, right? so he did that in the very beginning. So mm. he actually tried this app out, WTF app, in the beginning. Ended up not doing it, but that's where he would only have, I think, like fifty episodes on, and then, or maybe even less than that, and then everything else 
would be under behind a paywall. Got it, got it, got it. Um, okay. Rogan, I'd be interested to see if all of his episodes were. No, they were. Yeah, they on were. On iTunes, yeah. even from one. Yeah, even from one. Uh, I, I went back. There was a long, it was on one of those trips to Texas when I was driving the car over. And I was going, going back and, uh, and listening to him. But yeah, they were, they were on there. And now we're, we're talking to him. So I, I, I think it'll happen. Um, because again, that fucks over people of like going behind a paywall and everything else. And yeah, we could do that app model route. I talked to an app company, a big one to fucking house that shit data wise. It's like 30 K a month just for, for storage on a, on an app like that for the amount of content that we have. Um, and that's why I'm not sure if in the future we're going to be forced to go with like a Spotify or something because that's the only one who can do audio and video that clean with that amount of storage. I mean, they have a gajillion dollars there. So iTunes does as well, and I'm sure they'll figure it the fuck out. It's just not right now. Um, so I will have an answer for this, though, by the end of the week. Uh, but just letting you know, we did not take those down. They didn't take those down. It wasn't either of them. It's simply the, the, the system itself. And I'm able to go in and see it. It stops at 9.99. So, like, yeah, uh, I was just unaware that we've been doing that many Dringer Bros episodes. But I guess we're on every day, so it makes sense. And it's only going to continue to grow. Mm-hmm. And then we have all the back catalog of videos as well. So, um, yeah, we want those to, to be out there and live. And, uh, and we're fighting for it right now. Um, because uh, Ross Patterson Revolution is getting close, too. We're over 700 now. And then you and I have done some bonus episodes that are super weird that are like, all right, sweet. Uh, they're on there. But I don't right. know what we name them or whatever. And that all counts towards your total. Exactly. Uh, and then lastly, on, on Ross Patterson Revolution, um, the, the one episode that is missing is episode 666. Now, Jesse and I have recorded a 666 emo episode, uh, but we're going to drop that on our own time. It will be sometime this year. We're just going to release it into the world. Uh, it is pre-taped. It is not live. We've already shot it. And, uh, and then when we put that out, it will be episode 666, and uh, it'll be out into the real world. So congratulations. It's a super emo episode is what we did. Congratulations. Also, um, Bob couldn't be here, but he did send me a little real quick Britney Spears update as the saga continues. Did he really? Yeah. So Britney Spears, uh, 13-year-old son, Jaden Federline. Interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Jaden Fetterline. Yeah. So ripped into his grandfather, Jamie Spears, in a no-holds-barred rant on Instagram Live on Tuesday. And when a follower wrote, kill, yeah, when a follower wrote, kill your grandfather, Jaden responded, bro, I was thinking the same thing. Um, in the almost 20-minute video, Jaden is the younger son of Brittany and Kevin. Then... When a fan asked the teen, is your grandpa a jerk or what? Jaden responded, yeah, he's a pretty big dick. He's pretty fucking, he's pretty fucking gay as shit. He can go die. So I just want to let everyone know the kids turned out fine. Yeah. They are good. Respectful. People that are calling their grandfather, grandfather gay as shit and want to kill him. So. Um, I'm really happy that we've gotten to the point where we are validating, um, crazy people and giving them the platform they deserve platform and making them feel comfortable enough to really show they're crazy. So, Mm. and white trash and whatever they may be. So I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. Like Same. I was sad about it cause I wanted to protect her and her money. I didn't want her to be penniless or anything, whatever. Not anymore. But 
now I'm here. Now I'm here. I'm just surprised by the vocabulary. You know, you'd think all that private school money, a little better. Uh, I think we just had, because everything was being kept so sheltered, I think we had this idea that, like, Kevin Federal, you know, that the kids are fine. They're with Kevin. They're, you know, they're at least the kids are fine, whatever. And I don't think that anyone gets out of this situation with, uh, you know, unscathed. Why yeah. don't right? we trust a backup dancer? Why do we ever think Kevin Federline was going to be a proper? All he ended them. up stepping up, although I don't know. He's uh, look, he's done exactly what he should do. Stay silent, be invisible and, and take all of the money that he's getting month to month to take yeah. care of his kids because yeah. he's not getting a goddamn job um some people are asking about the mucinex again is that yours no who keeps putting that there i think it must be whoever's the set who's the set dresser who's a who's a who's a mucinex guy uh on the on the scene and it just keeps yeah, getting Dan's put in front of me sick, so i'd imagine it's him uh is he really Always seems that way. Yeah, yeah. It's because he can't, just can't got a get low his grade equation right. No, know? it's not that. Uh, he didn't have it in North Carolina when he when he got here. He was like, dude, I've, this cedar fever bullshit is real because um, he doesn't do blow. Yeah, but it takes. He's it, not a fucking blow guy. To take a few years. What? It, what? Oh, to set in? I don't know, man. I've had fucking crazy headaches and I never get that shit. I'm not sure what it is, but uh, Dan's not a blow guy. So otherwise, I'd say, hey, he does every other drug, um, but he's not a he's not a blow guy. Is that close to beaver fever? Very, very close. Okay, change. Very, very close. Uh, James, no crime corner today because it's that's Thursdays. So we usually do right. it on Thursdays. See you Thursday with the crime corner. We are thinking of tossing around perhaps an extra RPR episode a week, maybe. Maybe when the kids go back to school. Right, right, right. And uh, you might get your wish. You might get your wish. We'll see. We'll see, we're tossing it over right now. Uh, it would have to be after the. What is it? Um, Labor Day? Yeah. Yeah. Kids are back in after that. So, yeah. Uh, we're tossing it over. See what happens. Kids, don't hold your... It's all on Jabe's. It's all on Jabe's shoulders, okay? Please. Are you gonna, is she going to pull Simone Biles? Mental health, and she's got to get out of here. I don't know. No, I never do it for myself. <laughs> you do it for the nookie. There it is, Giorgio. Blam. And I want to end on that. Because you fucked me earlier with it. You fucked me earlier with that quote. So, I'm going to end on that. Go to iTunes, rate the show a five-star, and leave a quick review. That's the only thing these bastards care about in this world. James, you look beautiful. Thank you. And I love you. I love you, too. <laughs> For Jesse Wiseman, <laughs> a.k.a. The Jables, I'm Ross Patterson. This is the revolution. Buenos tardes, everyone. Good afternoon.